Hello. <coughs> Hello, and welcome to another episode of Atomic Radio Hour. I'm your host, Vince, and I'm also here with your... Oh, I didn't think of my gag. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> All right, well, Declan's here, and we also have special guest Kyle and friend of the show who's also returning, White Collar. Hello. Hey. Did I buy you enough time so you could think of something? Uh, nope. What is this, like episode 18 and you're still embarrassing me? All right. All right. I got one. All right. I'm your reclaimed couch gag, Declan. <laughs> oh, all right. Okay. Because it was fourth wall. You get it. You get the pass. I'm here. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Uh, this is a Reclamation Day episode. I hope everybody at home uh, is going to be enjoying the game. This is coming out on the uh, the 10th, so it'll be four days before the game comes out. Uh, I have these three other lovely people here because uh, – well, two other lovely people here because I – I want to talk about the beta. I want to talk about your thoughts. But first, I feel like we have to jump into the lore for this week. And since I've already covered 76, and I don't remember doing it, but flipping through my notes, I've already done it. We're going to go over the Reclamation Day quest that is from 76, the quest that starts off the game. Before we start, if you want to go in completely blind and haven't got the game yet, I will put a little spoiler thing up on the visual portion Otherwise, just kind of skim until it doesn't sound like 76 anymore. This Well, this whole episode is going to be spoilers. Well, then skip to the content at the end because we put a lot of work into it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just we need that view. So just <laughs> go to the end and watch like the last little bit. Also, slight disclaimer for Vince's lore. The quest that he's going to talk about uh, is the beta form of that quest, which may or may not change upon the full release of the game. Yeah, like instead of leaving a vault, you just wake up in the middle of the wastes. Possibly. (laughs) Uh, Reclamation Day. It's time to start a whole new quest. The voice of the Overseer plays as you recover from the night before. As you get ready to exit the room and make your way through the vault, you see next to the door is a brand new Pip-Boy 2000 Mark IV. Waypoints will lead you out of the vault, offering you food, water, clothing, and some building materials. And don't forget to grab your camp and your perk cards. If you go beyond the bounds of where you're supposed to be, you might even find a clue to where the overseer has truly gone and what's actually going on and what's actually going on outside of the vault as you get ready to venture into Appalachia. That's the lore. How's everybody feeling about this this beta? I mean, I've made my opinions quite known last time. I'm really enjoying it. I think it's really fun. And uh, I'm very excited to see where the final version takes us. I think from the f- five or six hours of the beta that I have played, I really like it. I understand where a lot of people's gripes are coming from for the most part. Uh, I don't know if I've ever said this on the show before, but my favorite critique that I've ever seen for anything, be it a movie, a video game, a book, is when they first announced 76 and it was the E3 footage. The one I saw it on Instagram, it was it was fallout's instagram someone put when's the beta this was months ago and it was like when's the beta when's the beta when's the beta when's the beta why is it sync why is it not single player why aren't there npcs somebody just said why are the graphics similar (laughs) 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 
<laughs> Are you shitting me? No, it was real. Not even like, not even like, how come the lighting hasn't improved, which it has, but like, how come this isn't that? Just Whoa. the graphics kind of look the same. No shit. How much better could they get with the same engine? No, I just, it's so fun. They've been using the same engine for like 20 years, but still, Ugh. I just. <laughs> Don't get me started. <laughs> that what about you, Kyle? Love-hate relationship. Uh, I loved it. I loved having Fallout with friends. It was really fun to play together. How many hours did you play? Uh, I think we played the first two when it came out on the PS4, through and through. Okay, and that was it? Because uh, you played yeah. without me, I know that. Yeah, I played with Taylor, our buddy, and uh, yeah, that was fun, and then you showed up at the end. Yeah. And we fought a graft monster. I was there for that. Yeah. I remember getting dunked on by a grafting monster in the PC version with uh, yes. White Collar and Mrs. Z. Yes, let we me did just get tell you, Terrence OP. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because that's all they did was kill this monster for us. <laughs> I, I have, I oh, go on, go on, go on. I was just gonna say, I was hoping that Kyle would be here to uh, to be like on my side of the fence, but I'm realizing now it's just me on one side <laughs> of the fence. It's like I'm the it's like I'm the neighbor that everybody hates. <laughs> <laughs> what was the neighbor from that from that Tim Tim Allen show? Oh, uh, oh. The oh, guy who always oh had his God. mouth covered. Yeah, you only ever saw like the top of his head. I thought yeah, isn't yeah, his yeah. name. Everybody liked that guy, Vincent. No way. No, it's, I would remember that. I've yeah, ne- yeah. My name has never been in anything other than Over the Hedge, and it was the bear. It's Wilson. It's Wilson. Wilson Junior. I think it's Wilson. But isn't Wilson the volleyball? You think yes. he got two roles? Look at that volleyball. Wow! <laughs> what a successful volleyball! He's look at how far he's come. Feel old yet? Yeah. Yes. Did you know 1999 was 97 years ago? That is absurd. Feel old yet? Not really. <laughs> uh, so you didn't like it? Explain your your gripes, your grievances, That's... your 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 distaste. Didn't like it is a is not exactly where I would come from. You hated it? No, no, no. Um, no not at all uh also i want to like prep before everybody listening just just you know dismisses me i this is not coming like i'm not someone who like out the gate was hating this game quite the opposite i mean you guys remember when the beta was opening up for pc i was listening to different renditions of country roads walking to class (laughs) yeah as excited as anybody else um, and I, and I welcomed it and embraced it with open arms, multiplayer, open arms, nothing about, you know, the announcement for me three, I was ready to accept this and, uh, you know, give it a fair chance and try it, sorry, and try it out and all that. Uh, and I looked forward to it and I had, a, and I, and I did, I'm not saying I didn't have fun. I had a lot of fun, but then it set in that, uh, that the, the title fallout appears on this game. And, and I had, I have a lot of issues with people that compare games to game other games outside of the series. So like when they compare fallout games to other RPG games, that's not really a fair comparison in my mind. I could agree. And so, so I I brought this up when I talked about far cry uh, a while ago, but I think it's fair to compare later games in the series to previous games in a series, especially when they're of the same name by the same developer slash publisher, all that stuff. I think that's a totally fair comparison. I mean, you're talking about, same series, same producer, or same developer, same publisher. Okay, can I ask a question? Yeah. So you wouldn't compare like Skyrim to Dragon's Age? N- not, no. I mean, depending okay. on, it depends on the comparison, but just saying like, oh, like this game should be more like this. Not, yeah, no. I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't do in depth comparisons of like 
you know, yeah, Skyrim to Dragon's Age. But just because of it just seems a little bit unfair. And and there's kind of two ways to look at Fallout 76. You can look at it as a one, a game in the line of Fallout games, or you can look at it as a thing off by itself, which I think a lot of people are choosing to do. And I think a lot of the people who really enjoy the game are looking at it in that light. And that's a totally fair way of doing things. There's nothing wrong with that. All, more power to you. Um, but it's a spinoff. I mean, they said from the beginning it was. I don't know if they they, they never said it was a mainline game. You're right. They said, and they said they want to go back. You know, a Far Cry Five, quote unquote. They said they want to do back to the. So they said that uh, get back to you know what they're good at. Um, and they said it was like an experiment for them. I mean, I think literally the words out of Todd Howard's mouth were experiment and like, or they wanted to see what it would be like. Um, so that's totally cool. I'm down for that. I really am. But my. A couple of issues arise with that is that it's still of the same title and that's cool. Like, I mean, that's like saying, you know, Fallout Tactics is of the same title. Fallout Brotherhood Steel is of the same title. We all know. Yeah, how but that those aren't canon. Out. Right. We all know how that turned out. They're not canon because Bethesda chose them not to be canon. But um, how do you, how does Fallout 76 stand up? You're going to say Fallout 76 is considered canon? Uh, part of it. The way I've always interpreted it was part of it would be. Well, how do you mean part? Uh, because the way they're kind of advertising everything and I've checked out the Adam shop, which I'd like to talk to you guys a little bit about later on and how you mm-hmm. feel about microtransactions within a fallout game. Mm-hmm. Um, the way I've seen it is like, we're going to get this game and the main storyline is quote unquote canon. So yes, the brotherhood is technically in West Virginia, but if it's never brought up by the overseer, then I doubt that it's that's canon so so okay that itself isn't canon that the brotherhood is there but the events of the story might be because there's no way you're gonna tell me this game is making as much money as it is in just merchandise my dumbass bought a 150 dollar pit boy kit and Don't a talk cookbook about money with fallout games no you, you understand what i'm saying like it's making money it is all games and, are designed to make money but i'm just yeah saying. exactly if you're going to start saying like, oh, how much money this game makes. I don't know if you've seen the revenue from GTA 5. We just talked about that on an episode. That's Oh, that's where I heard that. I was wondering. Yeah. Where I heard that. <laughs> Ooh, we get so much cred that we don't even know where references. <laughs> There's no way you're going to tell me this is going to make that much amount of money. And they're going to do so much fan service because I kind of feel like they're doing some of it so far, like just a little bit. And there's no way you're going to tell me that in a month's time, two months' time, three months' time, whatever, maybe a year, that I can't buy a Tunnel Snakes jacket. Yeah. I you know what I mean? I'm like with, I'm with you, but I also think that we're getting off topic here. No, no, no. Well, hold on. I'm bringing it all back. Okay. The main storyline is going to be what has happened after the bombs had dropped in West Virginia and what the experiment, quote-unquote experiment, was for 76. I do not think whatsoever 76 was a control vault. I think 76 is going to be a vault that you later find out what the actual experiment was, and it's an experiment that involves you leaving the vault. I, My theory and hot take is that the Overseer never exists to begin with. Now, the Overseer was nothing more than a voice. I don't think there's anything saying that the Overseer was ever seen. If you watch any of the, the – if you watch the opening shot, the Overseer no, – no one dweller is made to seem like the Overseer. So I think the Overseer is more of just a title that is given to a voice that speaks to the people. And by the time you get to the, the – Kind of like an AI. Kind of. Um, kind of like Hal in a way. Mm-hmm. 
uh, by the time you get to the end of the game, or even before that, you're going to find out in some way that it is not real, and that vault I think this is the game that's going to say vault did uh, 22, or 2077. I would like okay. to agree with that. That'd be cool. I, I would like to see that. I think based on um, kind of the narrative context of the beginning, I feel like the Overseer definitely was some kind of physical entity. That being said, could have been a robot. Like, there's already a vault of that that exists. Hmm. Um, uh, yeah. But, like, I think that in terms of canonness of this game, I feel like whatever is <laughs> laid out in the world to, like, be the stories for us to consume, the hollow tapes lying in a bin the people hunched over with knives stuck in their chest. All their stories are things that happened and are meant to be part of this universe. But I think kind of like ESRB, like online interactions are not uh, regulated there. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. And I I can see where you're coming from there, but it, it becomes problematic in my mind when the, when you have, when you do these quests that, are supposed to shape the world around you. And that's like, I mean, fucking every fallout game ever, what you do in the world matters. It makes a difference. It changes how it changes the stance of a faction in the strength of a faction, in a particular area. It can literally cause the destruction of others. And so, you know, the, the actions that you make in this world matter. And, for, and to me, and I don't know, and to, to be quite frank, I don't really know how you, how you can argue that, you know, that you, that you disagree but I don't. I just don't think that your actions, my actions, or any individual's actions in Fallout seventy six have a consequence for the for Appalachia in any sort of way. See, I like that because, I mean, because quite frankly, it doesn't. Um, okay, so let me tell you why I like that. I like that because they advertise this game and they said, "Hey, this is four times bigger than Fallout four, right?" Hmm. And Fallout 4, I think, was their biggest game map-wise at the time. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now, they tell you this is 25 years after the bombs drop. Everything we've seen has been everything outside is irradiated to the point where plants attack you, right? Mm-hmm. Right. This is a massive world, and the three, four of us have all played the beta uh, to some extent, and you understand how great scale is with this we we said in our last episode or two episodes before that i can't remember um that you just kind of walking through and seeing power lines and seeing these buildings and everything even if things are more spread out things have a great sense of scale to them i agree with that in fallout 4 you have your one man with a mission in this one you're more collectively somewhat of a hive mind in the sense of like the the occupants of 76 are going out into the waste. And if you want to talk canon, the the vaults are only supposed to be able to fit 2000 people. So let's just say let's just say 50,000 people buy this game on the day of its release. There's no way a vault fit 50,000 people. Yeah, so that already so discounts by that? a game mechanic alone. I'm sorry. Could you imagine if they ever did that. What? 50,000 people on one server? Yeah. It would no, suck. Fifty thousand people can only own this game. Oh, why would you buy it? Oh, that'd be yeah. yeah. No, that like would actually be great. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory golden ticket scenario. Yeah, yeah, really. But think about it: if they only gave out say fifty thousand, or not even fifty, let's say a thousand copies of the game, and you were lucky enough to get one, and every time you put it in a console, you had to put a code in. You could sell that game and code 
for thousands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, easily. Yeah. Doesn't make you a good person, but you could do it. But what I'm getting at is there's uh, there's another 210 or so years. Oh no, I'm sorry, it's not even that much. There's another 170 something, 80 something years of knowledge of we know what has happened. So we don't necessarily have to make a huge impact on the world. That's not the theme of the game, where the theme of three is to reshape DC to the point where all of its citizens have clean drinking water, or New Vegas is either the bear people or the the ox people are going to, uh, or the, the gambling people are going to fuck us royally in some way. And four is, the Brotherhood is here, no one really likes them, the synths have been here for uh, the sense have been here for a long time. No one knows what to do with them. And the uh, Institute is behind it all. Okay. All so we then... have to do is make sure none of these people or one of these people get into power where 76 is just everything outside is fucking on fire. We need to put out the fire and make sure people can live. Okay. All right. With you, I, f- I follow you, but how can you say that as like the theme and that being the central driving uh, point to the whole game when that just doesn't like the it's like oh rebuilding america but you but just you you don't like you, what do you mean like you you don't rebuild anything you nothing ha- nothing nothing happens as much building as you want to do as much quest completion as you want to do as many events as you want to take part in as many as many holotapes as you want to listen to nothing changes have you ever played dungeons and dragons no that's why Okay. That's why I really think you don't like this because Kyle and Declan and myself have been playing Dungeons and Dragons together for like six, seven years. Okay. And, and it's kind of one of those things where the journey along the way beats the destination. Yeah. I'm with you. And I think that's the entire idea that this game is trying to sell. I'm not. Pete Hines said that. He said, this yeah. is D and D. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And that's cool. But to me or not, not to me, but that shouldn't be a fallout title because, and I'll tell you why, because, and not that, not that, um, like it can't ever be a thing. I love the concept, the idea, it, and it's just the execution of that question. Also, let's let's we're the, the the issues that I have. I'm separating like the the more spiritual quote unquote issues of the game with the mechanical issues of the game that we're just. I'm just gonna. Everybody knows there's mechanical problems with the game. This oh, engine of course, not, it's a Bethesda, Bethesda game? game. Yeah, see, but with okay. mechanical issues. Yeah, we're right. <laughs> people, but people do that. They play these broken games. I mean. Broken is with the whole FPS, the frame rate issue to physics. I mean, quite literally the definition of broken and people give it a pass. Cause they're like, Oh, it's a Bethesda game. You wouldn't yeah. accept that from anybody else. No other major developer would you be like, you wouldn't like, you wouldn't expect to be playing red dead and suddenly, yeah. and suddenly the fucking half the game doesn't work. You can't get, you can't connect to the game. you it deletes your entire pre-allocated like, <laughs> like data like that doesn't happen and you just be like, oh, it's Rockstar. This happened. No, you don't do that. You paid good, solid money for this game. And I realized, granted, it's a beta. Fair enough. That's a that's the one saving grace here. But I got to tell you, the mechanical issues at a fundamental level, like the frame rate issue, the physics issue, that's not changing come November 14th. It's not. Not unless they change the engine, which they're not going to do. Plot twist. That's just not going to change. It's like a very engine level. I've, I mean, it's been a thing since every like every uh Gambrio slash creation engine game that has come from that uh studio. It's just how it's gonna work. So I'm just saying moving these mechanical issues aside and also the part that like why are we giving Bethesda a pass? 
like that like just because that they make games that are buggy like why are you being like oh that's still okay i'll pay full price for a game that's like half broken like th- moving that aside i'm talking about the spiritual issues of the game um the, the story based i guess the the classification of it it just the world also just genuinely feels empty to me for a variety of reasons one is because you know i i don't see the uh, i guess because i'm not a D person i don't play video games because i like i mean i I play video games because I don't play D and D, right? Like D and D is not my thing. So I go to video games where I can see like, you know, have you ever tried D and D? No. Well, yes, actually. Yes, I have. And I couldn't invest the time that was needed for it. Like I straight up, I had so much to learn. I mean, have you seen how big that book is? It's a big book. You, okay. Wait, I'm going to let you know something right now. I DM a game. I get paid. He hasn't even read the player's handbook. I don't know how the fucking (laughs) mechanics work. I always have Declan with me or somebody else who knows the book better. I pride my games on good storytelling. Can I pause I you right in your tracks real quick? Sure. I just had a fucking realization about my life. Vince is Bethesda. And hear me out. <laughs> he literally is a bunch of storytellers in a room trying to say their beautiful message to the world, but just don't know how to actually do it. Yeah. It's yeah. Kind of, <laughs> like you, that's you how you are with D and D. You have a bang up story, but like I just really wish you would read the goddamn book. <laughs> I but that takes work. <laughs> no. But you don't like you don't have to know. What I'm getting at is like you don't have to know everything. If you go and you find you're in a you're you're in an institution of higher learning. No, well yes, but I I'm okay. Well, find a group that plays. <laughs> and and just say hey guys i've never played i'd like to give it a try this is the type of character i play when i play video games i'd like to play as something like that within your game i'd have to be i'd have to find a fallout one because i don't i don't know what kind of character i play in other video games um and unless it's like skyrim but anyway well, no like yeah that's i i base a lot of my D games off skyrim okay fair enough it's like it's very approachable yeah what'd you say kyle same goes for my characters. Like a lot of my DD characters are based off what I did in Skyrim. Like my Fallout guy, Doctor Stein, is just how I play in Fallout. In yeah, intelligence okay. build. Like okay. I, I'm I, like I don't never read the books either, and I wrote the whole freaking story that you, you, Declan, and Vince, we all kind of created into an the world, and like yeah, yeah. But uh, I'm a video game guy, so everything's based off my video games for me when I make a world. So it's 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 very different when, for different people. Yeah, and my DM said as much to me, Vince. Like, you don't have to worry about how the game works. You just have to worry about you know knowing the story of your character. And I was like, okay, that you know I can handle that. And then they're like, cool, great, you got that. Here, fill out this character information sheet. Okay, well that's a shithead person because he should have walked you through character building. I had no idea how to build a character. They're like, what year was your character born? I was like, oh, oh, well that's that just make up on the fly. But like, he should have helped you be like, okay, you have a 15 to your strength and you have a 14 to your charisma. Like that he should have helped you with, but oh, I forgot to mention, I'm probably one of the lesser creative people out there. And so when they were like, oh, you need to know a story for your character. I had trouble coming up with one that was original at all. Uh, my default. Half of Kyle's like, characters are based off of fucking D and D or Bloodborne shit. <laughs> it's like uh, Dark Souls, right? Doctor Who and Assassin's Creed mostly. So yeah, yeah. 
He's then, he's DMing the game. He goes, we're going to Anorlando. And I had no clue that was from Dark Souls. And Declan <laughs> calls me while he's at school. And he's like, hey, you're going to be pissed off. You're sitting down. I'm like, now I am. <laughs> he's like, hey, um, remember that city in Kyle's game, Anorlando? I'm like, yeah. There's he's two. like, sorry? There was two. Nilfgaard was the other city. That was from Witcher. I don't even know. <laughs> oh, I didn't play Witcher. I didn't catch that yeah. one. So he calls me. He's like, I just heard some people talking about Dark Souls and Anor Londo is a city. And I, I, I didn't even say goodbye to Declan. I hung up and I called Kyle. And I was like, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. No, but like, like, that was my first time. That was my first time. No, yeah, it's all good. It's totally understandable. <laughs> yeah. So I guess in that and also the whole committing to like meeting as a group kind of thing. I struggle with that just because everybody's got crazy schedules, oh, you know. Trust me, we struggle with that a lot. Too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've never um, missed a Fallout game. I've never missed a Fallout game. That's just impressive and a dedication that I probably can't I, I can't devote to anything. <laughs> but I think that's kind of the beauty of this game. You kind of if so you if you were to uh want that, you have this ability to kind of create this story with your friends in a setting that you presumably have already fallen in love with or like a world and there's really none of the strings attached. The game handles it all for you. I'm, this game isn't going to hand you a character sheet and say do it. It's just going right. to be yeah. kind of. It's just going to kind of work for you. What's well, your so, favorite Fallout? Me? Yeah. Oh God. Um. <laughs> I don't know. I. I don't. Do I get to use mods? Sure. Yeah. Uh. Uh. New Vegas. Just because as. I don't. I like the mods better for New Vegas. That's New fair. Vegas. So. So when you play New Vegas, what kind of character do you build? Uh, uh, different, different. I mean, uh, you know, do different ones to mix it up. You know, typical is like you know the cowboy kind of build. So you don't have like a minor story for your character. You just need the minor story. Then you just need. I was shot in the head and go from here. Well, and then all the the story that develops along the way, the pre the the, the quest that you follow, that story that unfolds. Okay, well, let me throw this at you. Okay, let's just say, just humor me for a second. Let's just say that you're a ghoul, right? Okay. Let's just say you grew up in New York. You're like 20, 30 years old. And all of a sudden the bombs hit. You don't know what to do. And then 200 years goes by and you're walking around. And all of a sudden you meet a gang of misfits inside Moriarty Saloon. And then eventually uh, you use your law, your law degree to start up a company. And you and these vagabonds are running around and saving people. If you were playing that character in your mind as you were playing New Vegas and there was someone who was like, hmm, I need to do this and I'll pay you. You don't think that character will go, give me more money. Uh, like, I, I I think, like, the whole I, I, the whole point of, an, of a role-playing game is to, and follow me on this one, to role-play. No, I'm with you. I'm not, and, I'm not disagreeing. Don't be rude, Vince. No, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> um, and I think that's what, I think that's what 76 is kind of doing for us, is saying, do whatever you want. Um, it does. It definitely does. It gives you a lot of opportunities to roll. The the a lot of a lot of stuff about role playing works for seventy six. It really does. It genuinely does. But and this is the difference between D and D and seventy six. When you play D and D versus when you play seventy six, the even the world of your Dungeons and Dragons game still changes, and the actions of your characters in your D and D game still have consequences. And I know they do because I've heard you guys talk about it. <laughs> Um, and, 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 you know, things, I mean, things matter. It affects how it affects, it affects the world that your characters exist in, in your head, right? Like 
you know, after they go to a location, they do some things. Don't about- say it in my head. My character is very real. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. No, I know. I'm fucking with you. Uh, but that just, that was lost on me in 76. And maybe it's not. Maybe people can easily, I don't know, um, have a better imagination than I can. And when they do something, when they complete the messenger event, and they're like, oh, I helped this robot get the thing. And when they're next time they're in the area, they see the same robot doing the same quest. They can be like, oh, they can just ignore that. Um, I struggle with that. See, uh, I think that's a very valid critique and uh, a very valid perspective on this. That Thanks. All the work shouldn't be in your hands. You already paid money for the game. You expect something out of it. Yeah. yeah. And I think a great – let me tell you where I would love to see 76. I would love to see Fallout 76 as an addition, as like the multiplayer version of like the act of like Fallout – of fallout appalachia that's what i would i would love that so much kind of like gta like, online was to gta 5 yes it, precisely or or even better like red dead online will be for red dead redemption 2 an unbelievable story followed up by a really fun sandbox open world uh multiplayer setting to run around and play with friends that's See, that's the ideal scenario and i don't understand why that's too much to ask from a company that is known for making really awesome stories but if we would have been given another Fallout, like I think right now, the thing I'm most thankful for is that we're just getting more of it. If we were to get a Fallout title this fast, it would be so garbage. I don't know. I I think a lot of the development resources and time and money and energy went into making this engine work for online that the the actual story part and and I'm you can back this up too that the actual story part and a lot of the finer details got lost in translation because and because they went through and i'm not discrediting them they went they accomplished something that's very difficult to do um and it's an impressive and it's impressive nonetheless um that even it works at the stage it does is still incredibly impressive and 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 commendable um but i just think that that they they devoted all this energy and resources into making this uh, an online experience. And that's cool. That's great. But I, I don't see they had the, it's tough. They, they put a lot. It's just energy could have been more, more wisely spent in my opinion. Now, now I, again, I know that they've got other things. They're, they're a big company. They got other things that I'm, 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 I'm not, you know, ignorant of the logistical challenges behind uh, game development. The logistical like hell. This. <laughs> yeah, um, don't get me wrong. And I mean, even even Rockstar has its own. I'm I'm in my in the background. I'm because I've been playing Red Dead recently. So in the, my background, I have this comparison going, but that's unfair, and I shouldn't mention it. But even Rockstar um, has got you know like logistical corporate issues that it has to deal with because it's working its employees almost to the to the bone, um, yep. and that's not okay. But uh, right, yeah. So I'm not saying that that I'm not unaware of these things. I'm just saying that I don't know that that this was the best way to roll out a multiplayer experience for fallout and to and to say and to just give the pass that well sure maybe it's not maybe it's not the best way of doing something or maybe it's not the way that you know it, it maybe this isn't the best way they could have done it maybe they could have done this better or this differently and saying but it doesn't matter because you know at least we're still getting it i don't think that that's that that's a valid excuse I don't think you should excuse a company for charging you full price for something that um, that very easily could have been in addition to or have been in addition to something that you would get normally from that same company. If, if you're following me on that. So, OK, so would you rather this game just never come out? No, 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 no. My ideal scenario this is my ideal scenario is that Fallout 76 is the is the GTA online default like the Fallout 76 is the online version of Fallout Appalachia. 
That's that's mm-hmm. my hypothetical. That's my ideal scenario. Now, if they're going to do it separately, if they're going to do Fallout 76, Fallout 5, quote unquote, right? They're going to do it separately. It needs to be like as like an arcade kind of thing, not a $60 full price Fallout game. Can I propose something? Of course. And uh, call me a uh, call me a crazy person. Call, call me a fortune teller. But what if Fallout 5 quite literally is Fallout Appalachia where it's this, but it's 200 years after the I bombs be, dropped? I might actually be angry. Really? <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I might actually be livid. And and I'm not saying that I don't because it's not because I don't want more of the fall of the of that of that world of that of that environment that they've designed, but that is just incredible. That is a slap in the face. That is unbelievably that might be the laziest thing I've ever seen a company do ever. And I've seen a lot of companies do some lazy stuff. That's up there. They've got they've got literally everything done. They're not to discredit Obsidian, but they're doing they're pulling they would be pulling their own Obsidian. Like <laughs> they would be using <laughs> the assets and tools that another that they've already done and putting in the effort for a story now and then selling it as a different game. And and that's just I can't I just that would be so insulting. I would be offended that you think that I'm that stupid. I'd be offended. I mean that's a that's an that. interesting take. I kind of agree. It's just kind of that something that popped into my brain and I kinda of felt like it needed to be shared. No, I, that's a great that's a great point. I pray to baby Jesus, uh, to to Gecko Jesus. Shout out to Al Chesbury's come on the podcast. Um, <laughs> uh, I pray to Gecko Jesus that that is not the case. I love Fallout seventy six. Don't get me wrong. I'm probably going to play more of it. I, I it's I'm not. This isn't a blind hatred. I'm just saying that to me, there's a significant lack. It's a disappointment to me because I expected more from a company that's known for its great storytelling and world building. And I just felt like that that was lost in 76 for a variety of reasons. And, and so to me, it felt I like totally it see a- that. And I mean, we all of us here are fans of Fallout. So it's really easy for us to really get into the nitty gritty of Fallout because we love it so much. You almost mm-hmm. feel like uh, you set the expectation so high because it's something you dedicate so much of your emotional energy to. And right. I think it's really healthy to have this discourse about it. Yeah, I, I think I think blind blind. I'm going to say blind, the blind hatred of the game is unwarranted. I think if you're going to, I think it's a great, if you're going to be, if you're going to, you know, discuss it, if you're going to have critiques, have informed critiques. And as someone who, you know, is involved in modding and as someone who's played all, uh, almost all of the fallout titles, um, it, uh, it, I would consider this an informed criticism. And I, and I think it's a, and I'm going to back my decision that it's a fair comparison to compare fallout 76 to previous fallout games and to compare you know, the present actions of the company to its past actions. I think that's a fair comparison to make, like compare, like compare fallout four to fallout 76 and fallout four has its own criticisms, but compared to fallout 76, the storytelling and just the way that the world is evolves and, and grows and changes um, and depends uh, on the actions of your character is just incredible. When compared to 76, Uh, 76 felt a lot like borderlands to me. It felt a lot like a world populated with rare, with very, with not a lot of friendly, uh, NPCs, quote unquote, and that lacked a lot of character and environment. It lacked content. And, Are you saying uh, that Borderlands lacked character? No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, I was going to say you and I played very different Borderlands because Deck and I no. to this day still scream catch a ride. No, no oh, yeah. d- oh, dude, no, oh, no, great, amazing <laughs> game. Um, no, not even far from it. I'm just saying that Borderlands, one of Borderlands' main selling points, if you recall, was shoot and loot. Yeah, um, yeah. Like however many million more guns. That's great. I fucking live for that. That's amazing. That's not why I play Fallout. I don't play Fallout for that. I play Borderlands for that. Um, and even Borderlands had more like 
cool and back written NPCs than 76 did. Let's be honest. Does like seriously think about how many amazing, interesting characters there are in Borderlands. If we're going to do this comparison, but how many amazing, interesting characters there are in Borderlands with awesome backstories and that are just incredibly interesting. And then name one really cool, interesting NPC you've had an interaction with in 76. And I realize that that's not the point of 76, but I'm just saying, if you want to do that comparison, that's totally a fair comparison though, because there can be online games that have NPCs. That's in fact how MMOs happen. Like MMORPGs are a thing because of their, their characters and their story. And I know this isn't Mm -hmm. trying to be a traditional MMORPG, but Mm -hmm. I think there's was definitely a missed opportunity with not having people out in this wasteland. Are we a lot? You guys don't want spoilers. Not particularly. Right. No. Not story spoilers, but like side quest. Ah, uh, even then, I've kind only of. really done the the opening quest, and I was holding the rest. You motherfucker! You did it without me. Not the whole thing. I'd like just getting to the thing outside the vault. I, I didn't even do that. Out. Well, there was I a mechanical reason why I had to do that. I, I need to mention something for the sake of the viewers listening. I need to mention something about a side quest that that is the exception to all to a lot of stuff that I've been talking about. It has to be mentioned because because if I don't mention it, it will really it will be an unfair it be an unfair balance in my experience with the game. I want to just I want to really round. So well, Vince, you have you my permission. Okay, Vince, if you don't want to all listen, all right, fuck it up. Is it going to like break my immersion at any point? No. Like when I play the game, am I going to get to this mission and be like, I don't. If you you're gonna know what's gonna happen in that mission, how? Where is it? Where does it take place? Uh, the top of the world. Fuck! I have to edit this, so fuck it. Just tell me. All right. So hands down, barn. It, it, it happened by accident to me, but I was playing a side quest with uh, with Mrs. Z, e, a former uh, another friend of the show. Uh, Mrs. Z e came back on the podcast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Uh, uh, I love that gag. Um, and uh, we just totally happened by accident, but we just started doing some quests because it was convenient nearby, whatever. And it was relatively fetch quest. Just go here, grab this, go here, push this button, do this. But it sent us to some very intriguing locations and I enjoyed it. And I, and I had fun with it. It was an engaging quest, but at the end, when the reward for the quest, and this is where it's going to hit you, Vince. So if you don't want to listen, last chance, I have to uh, edit. There's no point. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm sorry, but I ha- I, I got to say this for the show. Uh, Cause they'll, they're going to, di- they're going to be like, you know, the people are going to call me out at the end. The reward is that you get to go to the very tippy top of top of the world. Um, and, and that's an amazing reward in and of itself. The view from up there is incredible, but up there is technically an NPC that you can actually talk to and interact with and acts as a quest giver. And, and it's a unique NPC, zero backstory. Well, that's not true. Is it the, is it the picture that, uh, Mrs. E put on her Twitter? Uh, I don't know. I didn't see that picture. No, that was just, no, it's a picture of Mr. Handy. Yeah, it is. Oh, I saw it already. Okay, so that I had a feeling that's where this was going. Yes. So if you already saw the oh, oh fuck it. So so yes, you get to meet that uh, Mr. Handy. It's a it's a it's a raider. It's a raider robot AI, uh, whatever inside of Mr. Handy, and it's actually a girl, which is really cool because it's still like a Mr. Handy. Anyway, that that was amazing. That was an amazing experience because I didn't expect it. I was like, there's no NPCs. We know how this is going to end. The, the, it's just going to be a recording. There's going to be a dead person, like blah, 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 whatever. And then it turned out to be an actual, I mean, it wasn't like a person, but it was a robot still an actual, like not a vendor robot, like one that had dial, not like the full dialogue. You can pick your response, but like it said stuff and it gave you quests. 
And, and that was amazing. And that was awesome. And I think that that is, and that one experience really redeemed a lot of the beta for me. It really did. I'm not saying that the beta is bad. I'm not. It's just, okay. but see the experience you just had. Mm-hmm. That's what the whole game is going for. I, I, you I, understand how important another human being is. If but, you sit there for, for, uh, for 50 years and never hold somebody, the second you get close to somebody, you get within like breathing distance of somebody, you break down and cry. All you know in that vault is being around people and enjoying a luxury and enjoying talking to somebody. When you leave that vault, the first thing that hits you is everybody's running away. I don't know what to do. I don't know where anything is i have no clue what anything about about this world is agoraphobia would be massive amongst all dwellers and some sort of a um abandonment issue type thing would develop with a real life vault dweller and i think as much as you don't like it right now in the future you're going to look back on that moment exactly when you found the raider bot and you're going to be like that's exactly what the game was going for because we never found anybody in the game other than a few people. And the only reason we couldn't talk to them in game is because we were speaking through discord and I'm not switching my mic around to maybe talk to a six year old for 10 minutes before he calls me gay. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. That's not the reason that, that feeling that you, you found described. a miss nanny. I'm sorry. I had to search through the notes cause I couldn't remember. Miss a nanny. female Mr. Handy is a miss nanny. Go on. Right. I'm sorry. Um, no, you're good. Thank you for clarifying. Uh, that's not the reason that I felt so awestruck and inspired. That's not it. It was because I was so dis- like it was because I was so disappointed with how the game was turning out that I did not expect to find any semblance of actual content. And that's not the reason that I should be excited to find a fucking Miss Nanny in the building. The reason that I should be excited is because of what you described. I did not get that. I mean, it, I see where you derive that that sense from, but. I did the game didn't create that sense for me. And I think part of that is, and this uh, shout out to clean Prince come on the podcast. He did. He covered God this damn in, it. What? <laughs> and our invite list is getting big. <laughs> I'm not uh, upset with you. I just, ah, I, I'm trying to like time it so I can beat you to it, but go on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, he covered this in the video I watched today. I'll link it for y'all. It's a good, it's a good, it's a good watch, but that intro, let's talk about that intro to 76. I mean, lackluster to me, the um, video, no, no, no. The the actual intro, your introductory experience, two seventy six. What the vault? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I didn't do it for me. It, not even the slightest. Didn't even tickle. Didn't even tickle my no? undergarments. Like even briefly. Uh, I rushed I mean, through it just to play with everybody else. See, I think that's I was why an hour behind. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. This is what I wanted to get get to. Kyle, how you just said that, that's I think this is another reason why you don't like it, is this game is massive. This game is is a game that wants you to look in every nook and cranny. Here's the beta. Have fun for four hours. I have to do all that in four hours. Well, I have to get out of the vault as fast as I can. I have to get yeah. here as fast as I can. Every part of me that plays Fallout for the reason I play Fallout, when we got – Declan, what was the town we got to that you made your gun in for 19 hours? Uh, Sutton. Sutton. We got to Sutton. Every part of me wanted to look in every building and look under the mattresses and look around. But I was going, cool. guys, we have to get out of here because we only have so much time. We can't be here. We can't yeah. sit around in a town for more than five, 10 minutes because I want to see what this world is about. Playing Fallout on a timer is like it, it defeats the purpose of the game because yeah. time is one of those um, like themes and uh, of Fallout 
That's so important. The time since the bombs dropped, the time it takes for you to do things, the time of day, it creates a different sense of danger. And I think uh, time is something that we missed with this beta due to its mechanical design. And I think... And- I mean, that'll fix upon full release. Oh, of course, of course. And that's what I think you need to do is I think there's a lot of things subliminally with you from the way you're because I think you and I look at the game in a very similar light. You look at it more of like a technical light and I look at it more of like a storytelling creation. Let's explore. Let's see. Let's my favorite part about meeting a new person is just asking them questions that make them a, a slightly uncomfortable because it lets you learn how they tick. Here's, I've known Kyle for six, seven, eight, nine years. Every time I see Kyle, I tell him to give me a kiss because it makes him uncomfortable, and I know that I can get a little bit of a reaction out of him. <laughs> you you uh, need to just kind of ease into it. I, I see where Kyle's coming from, and I get why that would change his experience. But for me, it was slightly different. It wasn't that I rushed through the vault. I, not quite the opposite. I, I even tried to, I tried to see if I could clip through the walls to get to different places. <laughs> um, I took my time in the vault. Don't get me wrong. But I, uh, my issue was because other people were in that vault with me, I didn't get to see the vault door open. When I walked up to the thing, it was already open. I just saw this. The, the I think it's always open. It's not. I didn't know I that was somebody else play. It actually, if you're like one of the first people there, you actually can see the vault door open. I watched. Uh, yeah, that happens for me. Yeah. Like you can I was the, the only open. person in the vault. I didn't actually know there was other people going to be there. Yeah. So anyway, it actually does open. And, uh, and, uh, um, I saw, I've seen footage of people where that happened for them. And then, and, and I didn't get that. Uh, and also I missed that buildup, that tension. There was no tension. I didn't feel, I didn't feel like I, there wasn't enough, not backstory, but there wasn't enough. T- I didn't have enough time invested in the vault to feel the sense that you described when I left it. If I had more time in the vault, like in fallout three, for example, which is a fair comparison, I, uh, I totally agree that, yeah, that sense of, of, of everything you described earlier about meeting new people out there, that, that sense would have been much stronger. And that would be the real, and that would be the reason to be excited about finding a, a friendly person out there. That would be the reason, but because 76 didn't have that buildup, didn't have that lead, didn't create that tension of like, imagine if you just got to experience the party before, even if it was all online, even if it was just you all. And there was like, you know, you had to wait for like, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes for you all to party out the night and then everybody has to go to sleep. And then the next, imagine how much tension that would build within you that when that door opened, when you're all standing there and like literally there's like 10, 15 of you, whatever standing there in front of that door and it opens and you all rush out. Imagine that tension. Imagine that. Come on. I don't disagree with you. I I, I see where you're coming from, but imagine if you had to replay the beginning of fallout three every time. Do you not? No, but I'm saying for an online game. Well, you, once you have your character, I mean, well, hypothetically. Hey, man, you want to re-roll and make new characters? Yeah. Give me 20 minutes to sit through the opening. Not in 76. No, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's why the game, because the game itself is, like, I think I, I think a lot of them where you walk out of the vault, the game is supposed to say to you, like, hey, this is, like, especially with 3, Anyone born in Vault 101 dies in Vault 101. With Fallout 4, they didn't know uh, when they were going to get out. They just thought they were going into a thing to be cleansed of the radiation. Next thing they know, they're frozen. Uh, Fallout 1, or dead. Uh, Fallout 1, uh, you have lived in the vault your entire life and was not supposed to open for 200 years. Hey, get the fuck out. No one has clean water those games have that sense of 
almost like a homesick, nostalgic feeling to them because you don't know what's going on. Where in Fallout 2, you start as a descendant of uh, the main character from Fallout 1. So presumably you've already played Fallout 1. You already know that feeling of, oh, fuck, I got to go out into the wastes. And that's why you're a little more the game starts with you're in the waste, you're part of a tribe and you, you kind of venture out because you just kind of go out there. And once you're out there, you're already aware of what's going to happen. You're like already jaded. Yeah. Yes. And they kind of looked at this and said, okay, well, the vault itself isn't a huge, it isn't, it isn't a huge part of the game. You're still part, you're still coming out of the vault, but you don't, you're not going to have that much time in there because from a gameplay standpoint, do you want to be in the vault for as long as possible to play a multiplayer game? It's like, no. Do you ever play World of Warcraft? No. If you ever play World of Warcraft, you start in the starting area, and it's your first five levels. If you want to do that, you can leave right away and never touch those quests. I'm not. I'm not saying it from. I'm, I'm saying it from an attachment perspective. They told. Well, not the whole not knowing you know, what you're, what's going on thing. They told you everything is very clear from the start. What's going on. Do you knew beforehand that you were all going to go out because that was the point, you know, you're going to go rebuild America. We all, we all knew the reason why the vault was opening. That, that part was very clear from the start. My point is that it just, it didn't make me feel attached enough to the, it didn't make me feel like the vault was a home. I was leaving. It made me feel like out there was my home. Did you ever quit a job because you had a better job lined up? No. If you ever get a job that you will have a better job lined up for when you quit the last two weeks, when you give your two weeks, you don't care how your performance is. You don't care if you get sloppy. You don't care if you get lazy. All you care about is, hey, my new home is two weeks away. Why get cozy in 76? Why care? It's rather subjective, I think. But no, but I mean, the point you're trying to make. Why? Like if if if. You're, if you rented an apartment, right, mm-hmm. and your landlord was saying to you, hey, you got to get out in six months and you got to go and do this and that, you wouldn't you wouldn't be buying furniture. You wouldn't be buying uh, appliances. You, If anything, you'd be trying to downsize because you're leaving and mm-hmm. you're not allowed back. And 76 is going to close the doors after 24 hours of being open. And after 24 hours, those doors are uh, securing, securing shut. They're locking shut and the entire inside will stop working. Now, how Declan said about what if we could play fallout five and it's Appalachia again, uh, I think there's a lot of things that open up for story there, how it could be like you could find 76 and 76 has been opened and is nothing but super mutants and Raiders or something. I, I, I think, and I, I don't want this to, I don't want to come, if I've come off as like I'm yelling at you, I'm sorry, because no, I don't no, mean no, to be. No, no, not at all, not at all. Um, but I think, I think almost you were ready to be disappointed. Oh, I w- I hope that's not, uh, that's a big fear that I have in the back of my head, is that that was the case subconsciously, and I didn't know it. I really hope that's the case. Because that's, want- that's how, I don't want to sound like an asshole, but it's kind of how you're coming off, is that yeah. you were ready to not like it. Because, because, Declan, Declan can attest for me. Ever since the Fallout 4 announcement, we've met up at his house to have like a mini party where we make fucking Nuka Cola and sit around and get all excited and yell at the TV, uh, even though they can't hear us. And we know they can't hear us, but. <laughs> yeah, every E3 since then has been like a Fallout food day. That's awesome. So, 
when we were there the whole time, they said nukes. I got out of my chair and looked at Declan and go, that's it. It's over. Fallout's ruined. Really? I because yeah, I that's a little the type baby of, boy. Yeah, I was. Yeah. That's the type of person that I used to be. De- Kyle, you can the two of them went to high school with me. They can attest something new. Something changed. And I went, fuck it. It's over. It's dead. I don't want it. And then I would play like that's kind of how I feel about Red Dead, because I haven't made any vocal opinion, but I am not enjoying Red Dead at the, at the moment. Other than in my group chat, um, I am not enjoying Red Dead. Is it because I'm playing as Arthur Morgan? Yes. I have no fucking need to be Arthur Morgan. I have eight plus years invested in John or John Marston. I don't give a fuck about Arthur Morgan. The missions where you talk to John and you talk to Abigail and you talk to Jack, I'm fucking ready to rock and roll. Those are the missions where I sit up and I'm like, this is what I want to be doing because I was so, I'm so used to this one thing. And I, and I, and I, that's how I'm kind of, from what you're saying, I'm he- I'm hearing that from you. And I again, I don't want to sound like an asshole when I say it, but I'm hearing a lot of this is not what I'm used to. Well, at the same yeah. time, I I would love to give White Collar his own voice, but I think a lot of his criticisms are very valid. From both I'm not the saying they're design. not. I'm not saying. Oh yeah, they're yeah, not. yeah. I totally get that. Um, but I think a lot of his criticisms are super valid and. There are some things where there, for a company of this size, there are no excuses. Well, so so Vince, the same reason you're not enjoying Red Dead right now is probably the same reason I'm not enjoying 76 right now. You don't you're not enjoying Red. Dead. You don't care about uh, Arthur Morgan's story because you're used to the you're used to the John Marston story. That's what you have invested in. That's what you that's what you're expecting, quote unquote, to to use your words there. Um, and again, not to sound like I'm being the asshole yelling at you, but that same that's where I'm coming from for 70, from for 76. You know, if, if we take the, the Red Dead Redemption for you and Fallout 4, 3, 2, et cetera, for me, what I'm what I'm wanting from the next Fallout game is not what's delivered to me in 76. And what you're wanting from Red Dead Redemption 2 is not what's delivered to you in Red Dead Redemption 2. You see what I'm saying? But do you think that 76 is a bad game? Not even. No, okay, I'm, no, I'm because much. I don't think that I don't think at all that Red Dead 2 is a bad game. It's just not the game I wanted. So you and I are on the same, the same frequency in that regard. I understand where you're, what you're saying. Yeah. I, uh, well, so, so I'll say this, I said the same thing about fallout four and, and, and when you compare fallout 76 to it, uh, it kind of, the comparison becomes null. but when fallout four came out prior to fallout 76 being announced and after I had played fallout four numerous times, um, I said this. I said Fallout 4 is an amazing game. It's a great game. It's not a great. It's not. It's not a bad one, but it's not a great Fallout game. But it's a great game. And yeah. I was like, it's not. It's not a great Fallout game because it lacked a lot of the RPG elements that Three and uh, New Vegas had that I had come to, and Two and One that I had come to grow and love. Um, and and that same feeling, I kind of carry that with me into 76. Fallout 76 is a great game. Nothing against it. It's 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 done a lot for this for this franchise for this company for. Uh, for for online just it's 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 awesome i've i've loved what it's what it's tried to do i love it as an experiment i, I think it's great but i think it's a great game i think it's a i just don't think it's a great follow game and i think that's that kind of phrasing gets tossed around a lot in games that this is a great game but it's not a great x game right yeah and it does i think it that's does. so peculiar because i'm trying to like figure out how to present because my thoughts. A fallout game isn't a genre yeah, like a Fallout game is not a genre, and the developers get to yeah. choose what a Fallout game is. As much as You're what right. the spirit of the community has for creating that 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 a community, what technically 
suffice maybe isn't the right word, but what technically suffices for what a Fallout game is, is the people that make the book. Yeah, no, no, I'm not. You're totally correct. Absolutely correct. Um, and I said the same thing about Far Cry. I said Far Cry 5, great game, not a great Far Cry game. I said the same. It's And that's just because, and, 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 and I mentioned as much when I talked about it, um, and I'm re- referring to something else, so ignore me. But oh, when yeah. I talked about it previously, I, I, may, I said this, that like, you know, one of the stipulations I said was, look, you know, we're lo- I'm looking back on the previous Far Cry games, maybe A, with a bit of nostalgia, sure, but B, because... Uh, but B is like, is that's, if that's what I'm using from as my status quo and what I expect to be carried on in the later games, that's not necessarily a fair comparison because the developers and the producers have, and the publishers have decided to go a different direction with the game. And that's fine. That's totally well within their rights, obviously to take the game in a different direction. And, and and that's cool and all. And so you, you see what I'm saying where, where, when I say it's not a great, when I say fall, you know, Fallout 4 is not a great fall. It's a good game, but not a great follow game. It's because it went a different direction, and that's not the direction that I wanted to get to go, which is why I say that. Now, again, that's a personal thing, so it's not like an objective. You see what I'm saying? I'm oh, yeah, to... yeah, yeah. I totally get it. No, I hear you. Um, so, yeah, you're right, uh, Declan. It does get thrown around a lot. And, yeah, the producer, uh, the developer, and the publisher certainly decides the direction of the game. And it's one of those things where you're either like, you know, you guys have the take of it where you do, where you, you get on board with that and you love the direction it's going and you're, and you're with that direction. Or you're somebody like me who's kind of maybe a little too stuck in the past, a little too not ready to evolve. With don't say that about yourself. That makes you sound small minded. I, I don't know. I, I, I feel like you've I'm approached this with a very open mind. I'm like, well, I like to think so, but I'm not. No, I'm not that. saying that, that all of that makes them sound small minded. I'm saying when you say stuck in the past. Well, I, I don't know. Maybe I am. I might be. I don't know. I have a. I have. I look back on all the earlier Fallout games with a very fond. I mean, I still play them today. I mean, think about this. I mean, that's what I'm saying. <sighs> Another thing to consider: Do you really imagine yourself playing Fallout 76 10 years from now? Yeah. Do you really? Yeah. That's impressive to me. I mean, if, I can't if, imagine playing it today. Disclaimer. <laughs> I, I don't mean to speak over <laughs> you guys, but here's the disclaimer: I see myself playing Fallout 76 if Vince and Kyle are by my side. Okay, so I thought that was a given. Condition. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's that condition of other people are still playing it with you. Yeah. Uh, I'm me- not in ten years will I be playing it unless I have a group to play with. But I think I'll be playing it up until Fallout Five comes out. Well, okay, fair enough. That's not and hopefully that's not ten years from now. I mean, I don't know. You really think we're going to get Elder Fallout Scrolls Six with the next five years? Five, six? Yeah, I say Elder Scrolls is coming with the next five years. Yeah. I don't think we're getting Elder Scrolls Six till 2022. And 2023 at the latest. I'd put my money on that. Yeah. Oh, wait, 22, you said? 2022, 2023, we're not getting it till. 22 is four years. Less than. All right, I went to public school. Don't yell at me. I'm just saying. (laughs) I'm just saying. Because, well, also, Bethesda's recent acquisitions and changes of new offices and stuff like that gives them kind of a broader... uh, They can spread out the workload more. So I'm saying, and, and to be fair... Uh, I think the rate at which they pump out stuff might start increasing again with kind of ju- judging by the acquisition of these new offices. I mean, I didn't realize in the state that I live in, which is not their headquartered state, in the state that I live in, there's like three different branches of Bethesda, of Zenimax. Anyway. Oh, yeah. They're pretty large at this point. Kyle, what's your take? You've been a little bit quiet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean to overshadow you. Uh, no, no, no. Why? On seventy six. All right, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> well, I agree with the the whole vault thing. Like, I rushed through it so I could play with you guys, but at the same time, I already seen it. They showed the whole vault at the E three. You know, they showed the whole pretty opening. much. 
So it wasn't something that I was going to like, it was all new to me. Like it was like, okay, get your stuff, get your stuff. All right. Goodbye. You know, like I felt there should have been more to like, Ooh, maybe give hints that like who some of these people were. Maybe, I don't know. Yeah. It was, I re- I rushed through it. So I play with you guys, but I don't know. I did miss the whole, like, Oh, the vault opening. It was like, Hey, Codsworth is talking to me. It's like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Goodbye. But, uh, yeah. But, uh, I don't know. It. I had some problems with it, with the game and such wise. But it, it comes down to me. It was like we were playing together. You know, it was fun to play together, Fallout together. Yeah. You know, it made. I like. I don't think it. Have, it when it comes to it, like the main missions and side quests are like canon to me, and then your characters not canon and stuff like that. But at the same mm-hmm. time, it was like it was fun to experience the story together. Yeah. Even I, though I, we I... talked over each other while listening to a three-hour hollow tape. Oh. <laughs> there was a point where I remember walking next to you, Kyle, and I was like, I don't know who the fuck is talking, but they need to shut the fuck up. <laughs> I, I, this this holotape is boring me to tears. The the holotape volume was so low for me, I literally had to go in and turn it up because it, I, the starting holotape volume was just too low. But, um, uh, do you see yourself playing it long term, Kyle? Uh, I think with friends and what yeah. they have down the road for it. Yeah, I know oh, they they're going to be updating factor. it. Yeah, they're going to be updating it to the end of time. They said so. <laughs> but think about that. Think about that. You get all the things you guys have said. Uh, if other people are playing with it, how long they plan to support it? Fallout Three came out how many years ago? And it, and all yeah, and all the DLCs for it have been out and and what for nine years maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and people are still playing that game. I mean, you guys. I mean, Vince was talking we about we started a new playthrough the other day. Yeah, yeah. I I started a play, uh, evil playthrough in Fallout Three for the first time ever. I, I started a new Vegas like, playthrough like a two weeks ago. Yeah, it's not like that game hasn't changed in fucking nine years. It's not like anybody else is playing it with you. Think about that. What is like, like come on? Yeah, but wait. <laughs> this is a different genre of game. This isn't even like. I know, but uh, is that better? But I it's okay. I, think, I feel like it's hard to compare. Yeah, yeah. But, but as a as a multiplayer person that played know. I don't know some multiplayer Kyle, games Kyle like speak. like uh I'm playing through Destiny two right now and mm-hmm. like I seen Destiny one and I kind of stopped playing that early on and see where how far it came and how different it changed that's more that's exciting for me to see how Fallout seventy six will be in like a year or two how different it's gonna be with updates and DLC and whatever that's I think that's the most excited that I'm going to be for this game to see where it's going to head to. I agree a lot with that. Like look at when Mm -hmm. ESO launched and look at where it is now. It was a dud when it launched. And now it's like Mm -hmm. one of the like most played online MMOs. Yeah. Like it really turned itself out and it's updates saved it. And I hope that's the case. I really do too. But, but I, but I don't like that. That's become the standard, the accepted norm. The oh, I agree. Normal, yeah. yeah, I agree. Post yeah, I agree. post updating the game is now like, oh well, that that makes it okay. Like, like why is like what? Well, yeah. yeah, I no, I understand I what you're that. saying. I just but, you're giving you're giving a you're giving them a hall pass, and I don't think that's a I don't know. I think another really enticing, intriguing uh, feature is that 
my like my favorite part of of the Fallout series is just seeing what has happened after the bombs have dropped, seeing how far they progressed our culture as Americans, as humans, as people who inhabit Mother Earth, and seeing that okay, it was pretty much the fifties, the forties, the fifties, and then everything culturally had stopped, and then we got to twenty seventy seven, and then a bomb dropped, and even though we have hovering robots, people still dress like they're going to the sock hop, yeah. so. I love seeing where these modern day cities are. Declan and I, Declan and I both live in Pennsylvania, right? Mm. When the pit came out, I was like, "Oh fuck!" The most northern part of uh, West Virginia will touch Pennsylvania, and it—I don't know—I haven't heard anything. But when people were trying to piece the map together, it was rumored that you're going to be able to go to just a little bit of Pennsylvania, and if that means I can go to a little bit of Pennsylvania. That's where I want to head because I want to see if there's radioactive Amish. <laughs> Even if it's like radioactive Amish scorched, like I'd love to see that. It's, that was it's, actually my band name in high school, radioactive Amish. <laughs> <laughs> we were a ska group. I am so interested to see what states around they incorporate into – DLC. Uh, and I know that's kind of fucked to be like, oh, I bought this $60 game. Now I have to wait to see what else comes out. Like that's a that's a pull for me. Mm-hmm. But it's to build the world. Anything that builds the world makes an experience more enjoyable. Yeah, of course. Or, it or does. ruins it. Or ruins it. But it, it, it depends. Yeah, but yeah, of course it does. I, that's what I, that's kind of my whole point is that this as as it stands now, the game doesn't lack a lot it lacks a lot of world building opportunities in my mind. Now I will say one thing one one cool thing is that the setting, the time frame setting for 76, the way that they've portrayed it, I think makes a lot of sense of how it probably would be only 25 years after the bombs drop, a lot of just just running around fighting fucked up shit trying to not die. I get that. I that I I get that there's maybe not a whole bunch of giant cities only 25 years later. I can buy that. I like that. <laughs> Let me tell you though, uh and again, this is like a D&D type of standpoint thing. Mm-hmm. Declan was like, "Okay, I want to play this game that I built." So he gave it to he gave to everybody that and what is it like six people that play Fallout D and D. He said, uh, yeah. "Hey, take this and run with it. Whoever wants to do it." And I was already DMing a traditional fantasy D and D game, and I went, "Fuck it, I love Fallout. I'm doing it." For you to put the game, I did it 37 years after the bombs dropped in Louisiana. Nice. And it was you know how there's like the Commonwealth and there's the Pit. I named it Narlins. <laughs> nice just narlins and it was so incredibly complicated to try to build the world around that because you have to create so much shit because one it's a new area so mm-hmm. each fallout game they go into they have to create new factions new ideas new new things right you're talking to me you believe me i'm with you i'm i've worked for a couple of mod groups that are doing the same thing okay but the mod, the mods that are coming out are all placed 200 years after. So they have the luxury of leaning on the NCR. They have the luxury of leaning onto the Brotherhood. When you're 37 years in, yeah, and this is nothing. 476, there is nothing. There is absolutely nothing. And that's another reason why I don't believe the Brotherhood is canon. Because the Brotherhood is only in 76 to give people who want to roleplay as paladins or as knights or as star paladins something that opportunity. They need the oh, you're anchor contradicting point. yourself. I'm sorry? You're contradicting yourself. What do you mean? 
Well, you, I mean, earlier we just talked. I mean, we just all talked about the the one of the first things we talked about was the canonness of the game and and Brotherhood's in it. And now you're going to say it's not. No, I I said that. No, 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 no. Wait, wait, oh. wait. What I'm saying is the main story is right. Oh, oh, okay. I don't know if the overseer that main quest line never talks about the Brotherhood whatsoever. Okay, I, I don't think that's canon. Okay, I misunderstood. So, I misunderstood. Yeah. So so if. It's never brought up, but there's there's uh, there's frames and there's pieces of power armor. But mind you, power armor could be in the game. The T fifty one could be in the game. You found the T sixty pieces yet? No, I have, and I hate that. But <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just hear me out. They're putting it in there because, like, they they've already used it. This game, like you said, is an experiment. Yeah. So even if Max I didn't and say that. Todd said that, I didn't say that. No, I'm saying that you referenced that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm messing with you. <laughs> but what I'm what I'm trying to get at is, if if why not put that in the game? People are already accustomed to it. But if you if you were to explain like how with New Vegas, New Vegas has that small section of the Brotherhood, and there's no enclave other than like four people. Mm-hmm. So they wrote in, let's not totally get rid of it, but let's keep a little bit of it. Mm-hmm. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? Like, I know that's I a do. little bit more of a stretch, but I, like, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm not, you know, no, no, I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I see where you're coming from. I'm not disagreeing with you. I think I just, I don't know. I think this is a, a different type of game. I think this is how you said you shouldn't, you shouldn't compare Dragon Age to, to Skyrim. I don't think I like, think okay. If you Skyrim knew, to Oblivion, I think that's a fair, if you knew two guys named Tony, you really think you could, you could, Say well that Tony S is a scumbag and Tony L is all right. Well, they made uh, by the same person. No. Okay. Well, then no, I can't. But I'm talking about games made by the same people of the same name. If I got two brothers both named Tony, both from the same parents, you bet your ass I'm comparing them. Really? <laughs> yeah. Why is this one a fuck up? Why is this one not? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> kidding. <laughs> you hear that? Siblings that are both named Tony. White's You've coming for you. Come on the show. come on the podcast. Thank you, also, Kyle. Also, your parents named you the same name, and I thought I was uncreative. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just I think I think I I think a lot of this is just comes down to we haven't gotten the full game yet, and I know you said it's not going to change that much, wow. but I yeah. think it's I think this game is like a good chicken breast. <laughs> it's got to marinate. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like that analogy. Yeah, you do, Kyle. Yeah, <laughs> I can roll with that. I can. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not totally. Don't get me wrong. This isn't me shutting myself up to it. This is. This is my beta impressions. I'm not at all. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not going to stop playing this thing for a while. Don't get me wrong. I look. I love exploring a Fallout wasteland with friends. Is amazing. This game is incredible. I'm not saying that. I'm just. It, it. I just had a different take on it than maybe other people. No, and again, I don't want it to come off like I'm yelling at you because I'm not. It's just, <laughs> to be completely honest with you, I'm so excited we had an intelligent discussion where we traded opinions because I have not had one of these conversations in a very long time. Welcome to 2018. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. yeah. I, 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 think, I, think this is, I think this is a game that no matter how much you play before the game comes out, you still need to play the game. Yeah. It's, it's okay, here's my favorite analogy. Um, if I go to school for four years to learn how to become a plumber, right? But I never once work in the field. 
the guy who said, I'm not going to school, I'm just going to go apprentice under a plumber, already has the four years of knowledge. Mm-hmm. If actually doing it. Us playing the beta, in a sense, was like going to school. You're not sure you're 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 not sure if you like the the trade itself or if you like the 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 studying of it. Okay. when you get the game, that's when you're in the field and that's when you get to decide if you like it or not. If that makes sense. I don't know. I kind of maybe maybe it is more like an internship kind of thing. Yeah, I'd give it more like that, but it's similar vein of thinking. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, does that make sense? Absolutely. It does. Yeah. 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 Kyle, do you have any final thoughts? <laughs> uh, the radio is awesome. The radio is yeah. amazing. Yeah, the fucking Beach Boys. So many songs. <laughs> and I think I had talked about this last time when we were falling asleep, but so many of the songs <laughs> that were added are songs that I had on my Fallout playlist because they were Fallout-ish. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. yeah, I got it right. <laughs> that was in a recent podcast. Yeah, that, yeah. that was, uh, that was last that. time, I think. It made me feel good for you. I felt happy for you. Yeah, like oh my God, Jukebox <laughs> Saturday Night has been in my podcast has been in my playlist since like before I played Fallout Three. <laughs> oh, That's awesome. <laughs> and uh, I'm excited to see monsters. Like we went to the Mothman area, and I was just creeped out the whole time. Nice. Like I'm excited because oh. on the loading screen it said something about honeybees or killer bees i'm like oh god Wu-Tang. i can't wait to see that <laughs> Wu-Tang but killer i think bees. like creatures and monsters are the most excited i'm out of this game yeah so i want to see what they do with like urban legend and stuff like that with the Mossman, and i think that's like the biggest i'm looking forward to yeah something that i'm excited yeah. for oh sorry go ahead i i was just gonna say uh just just to remind people the listeners uh uh, before they before they start, I don't know, bad mouthing me to their friends like that <laughs> white collar guy fucking hates Fallout. He wants to murder Todd. I heard him say it. Um, <laughs> uh, I am I'm really excited. I've I've loved my experience in Appalachia. I've loved playing with friends. I've loved my interactions with other people. I've loved uh, I've loved exploring the really interesting locations that Bethesda has placed throughout this world. And they are some really cool looking locate. I mean, there are some beautifully decorated locations. They are uh, they are really interesting. I mean, it's a great place to run around and explore, and I love that. And my criticism is not at all that that. I mean, I'm I'm not. I have criticism. I can I can still enjoy the game and have criticisms. This is possible. Uh, hopefully, people understand that. No. Yeah. 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 Okay. Good. <laughs> yeah, we totally yeah. loved hearing your thoughts on it because it's yeah. really easy when you're with fans of something to get into an echo chamber, and I think it's really healthy to, like I said, have this discourse. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I enjoyed too, and I always, I don't, my my point of, of sharing my perspective was to offer just some maybe some insight into different, uh, you know, informed opinions about the game, not to drag other people into my pit of disappointment with me, but, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but because it's not that's not that's not my intent at all. But yeah, I'm glad I got the chance to listen to you guys talk about uh, all the positive aspects. You've really, you know, shed some light on some things for me too. I hadn't, I hadn't thought about, you know, a lot of the points that Vince had mentioned and a lot of the technical aspects that Declan brought up and Kyle's uh, experience in the very beginning. So that's all kind of really good to hear and um, sort of, you know, it definitely rounds out my perspective as a whole. So I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah awesome. I mean, thanks for yeah. the two of you. Uh, thanks for coming on. Special guest Kyle's yeah. always welcome. White collar, you're always welcome. Thanks. Appreciate it. 
Do you want to say anything, Declan? I think I'm pretty good. Do you want to say anything? I talked a lot. <laughs> You're right. So I'm going to start talking now, and I'm going to talk about our intro music. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, can, I yes. say, can I say something? Sure. Sure. Shane Ivers, come on the podcast. Oh, yeah! oh, fuck. Oh. Shane Ivers, come on the podcast. He made our intro music. It is Feather Duster. So if you want to get it for yourself, please don't steal it from us. It is at www.silvermansounds.com slash Feather Duster. And what if the fine folks at home would like to follow the show, Declan? If they want to find the show, they can find it at Atomic Radio Hour at Atomic Radio Hour on Twitter, on Instagram, and those are the important ones. <laughs> we also have a Discord. Yes, please join our Discord. The link is really ugly, but you can find it in the description of the show. You can go there to yell at me about why my opinion sucks. <laughs> <laughs> What if those people want to find you, though, Declan? I was going to ask you the same thing. So if you want to find me... You want to say our Twitter handles at the same time? Sure, let's do it. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Wait, hold on. We got to count it off? Yeah. All right. Is it on go or on three or on one or on on yes? So you're going to go three, two, one, go or one, two, three, go? Those are the same intervals of time. No, you said it's three, two, one or one, two, three. Three, two, one, go. On go. So three, two, one, go. And then we're going to say it. Yes. Okay. You ready? Yes. You sure? Am I saying yours or and you saying mine or other way around? We need to be clear here. Oh, shit. Okay. You say mine and I'll say yours. All right. Three, okay. two, one, go. The boogin. Declan underscore being. <laughs> Perfect. Um, would you guys like the links are in the thing in the thing below? (laughs) Yes. Um, would you guys like to offer your social medias? Not required. Uh, uh, Kyle. Uh, sure. Uh, Twitter the Ood Sigma Ood spelled O O D. Nice, magical. Good stuff. You can't find me. I don't exist. Um. So, without further ado, let's move on to our favorite segment. One of our shows. No. No, it's not. No. <laughs> no, next week. Next week? Oh, we're doing next that next week. week? Oh. I I promise the fine folks at home. Uh if you're wondering what's going on in the Smith household, next week. Ah. I thought we were doing I this. Pr- no. God damn it. No. How many times do I have to tell you no, Declan? Twenty eighteen. No means no. Good. Consent's important. We're gonna give you something awesome anyway. Here you go, guys. Enjoy. Bye. Bye. Say bye, Kyle. Country road, take me home. <laughs> Godspeed. Okay, so um, I have found a group of people, kind of like myself, that uh, they have skin falling off of them and they're losing all of their hair, and they sound like they have extremely bad laryngitis. But we don't know what the hell's going on, and uh, it's only been about six seven years since the the bombs dropped so i'm just trying to figure all this out uh they said if we move towards what was once wisconsin we can we can find something there's a colony of us of people that are afflicted with this this disease or this sickness this illness whatever is uh technically plaguing us we can figure it out we can take care of it we can move from there um it's just weird i look like i've my hands and my arms and my feet and my legs and pretty much every part of me looks like I've been sitting in a bathtub for far, far too long. Um, yeah. If I figure it out, 
I guess I'll send another one of these letters, these tapes your way. Anyway, Phil, signing out, off, in, around, and bye. Atomic Radio Hour Podcast. <laughs>